Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Can we open with Tech Corner? Sure. Why not? Did you see the emoji controversy that happened last week? We've talked about emojis on here before and new emojis and the whole emoji council, right? Yeah, Did you see right. the oh, controversy? Yeah. Yeah. This, sorry, the controversy? Apparently, you know, the, the emoji where it looks like there's praying hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, some people think it's not praying hands and it's two people high-fiving. So the controversy was somebody who has been sending praying hands to somebody who they're offering support for, but instead it was interpreted as, why are you, why, this is not something, this is not something to high five about. You're praying for me? No, no, no. You're giving me high fives. Like, like somebody just, you know, had a tragedy in their family and you're high fiving me about it. So controversy ensued. Is it praying hands? Is it high fives? Oh, I, I feel, I feel really stupid and probably need to apologize to any number of people now because I've been using this for years and I've always assumed that it's representing diving hands. Is that, is that not part of the controversy? Can I make it part? Oh, let's t- tell you what, just send me that emoji and we will just dive right into this episode. Oh. Toddlers, welcome in. Welcome to Talking to Todd, the weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Apparently, controversy also an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Here we are, another Wednesday night, ready to go. <laughs> it's Wednesday, Thursday. When? Yeah, whenever. Sure, whenever. Yeah, it's December. It is. It is. Um, yeah, that snuck up on me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand. There was Thanksgiving. And then suddenly, <laughs> whoa, Boom. December. Yeah. You know, sometimes we have an entire week or, you know, some downtime in between. And then all like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, December. Let's go. You got your Christmas lights up yet? The 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 first 16 boxes of them. Um, I, there's a couple more I need to probably put up, but. Um, yeah, there's, there's quite a few. How about you? Did you get all your lights up? Actually, I did. Well, I didn't, but they got up. (laughs) You, uh, you didn't, you didn't, uh, okay. So you probably, you didn't, you didn't pay Lucas to do it. I did Uh, not because he's gone. Yeah. But I did pay someone. I did pay someone to do it because I, I, Amy has always wanted us to outline the peaks that are on the front of the house and run it up because we've got these dual peaks on the front of our house, right? That are really high up. 
Um, and she's always wanted to have them outlined in lights. And so this year I hired somebody with a really, really long ladder to do it. So on Friday, I did exactly that, exactly what you said, except I had the really long ladder and I went up to the peak of the house and I didn't pay anybody and it was just me up there and thought, boy, this might be the last year I do this. (laughs) Well, this definitely is not going to be the last year I do this because the first year cost includes them purchasing the lights, designing right. it, making it all happen. And then then they come back at some point and take them down and put them all in a box and store them away. And then next year when they come back, it's less expensive because I've paid for the lights the first year. So they will definitely be doing this again and again. I mean, you'd be again. dumb. You'd, you'd be dumb not to have them do this over five, six, seven years. Yeah throwing good money after bad. They maintain it, make sure everything works the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. For for my money, and let's face it, it was absolutely worth it. <laughs> I mean, it's no Christmas llama. But then again, I mean, what is really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true, right? I mean, and right next to the Christmas llama is the uh, Christmas hedgehog. But, you know, whatever. That's fine. Sure. I've I've actually got one for you here. Is is that a Christmas avocado? It is actually a Christmas avocado. <laughs> and further, it's a blow-up Christmas avocado. So during the day, it's just a little heap in the pile, and it's more like Christmas guacamole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously that makes it a that makes it a. Um... That makes it a California Christmas, right? Because that's how you make it any does. sandwich, a California whatever, right? It's a California club. What is that? Oh, it's got avocado. Congratulations oh, well, on your case, California Christmas. Right right here on Weathersfield. That's... And what does it say on his hat? I don't know. I've not gotten close enough to read it. The Christmas. Yep. Never mind. Mm-hmm. That part can be edited. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but I will get close enough at some point to read it and I will. Um, inquiring minds want to know if you have a Christmas avocado, because I'm pretty sure that this is not unique. If you know what the Christmas avocado's hat says, let us know. We'll report back. We'll report. You decide. Is that, <laughs> is that not? Whoa, that's not whoa, what we do around whoa, here. Well, that's the other other. Other, 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 other podcast. I, I actually, I will say that on the basketball court. When I'm working a lower level game and invariably they've got, you know, 30 kids. And so they have duplicate numbers, right? Right. But yep. it's a lower level game. So we don't. They'll come up and say, okay, we've got two 11s. I'm like, okay, I don't care. You guys keep track of it, right? I, we report, you decide. It's just like the old Fox News slogan. We'll report, you decide. And sometimes it gets a laugh and sometimes it doesn't. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, all right. 
Uh, what do we have for feedback, follow-up, and updates? Uh, well, should we start with our spam filter is really good. Yeah, yes, it is. Uh, it seems to be better. It's better than my spam filter uh, because basically every email goes, it basically just says every email straight to spam. We got, there were a couple of emails from Doug from the Educated Idiots. Appreciate the feedback there. We had a couple from Sherry. Hi. Hey, we be, by the uh, way, we should just be, just be clear on that one from Doug because I read it. He, his comment was more sports. We should we should do more sports, not sports ad- adjacent. More sports. He really so. wanted us to lean in on the sports, so it is good to hear that from our listeners and make sure that we are. We gotta we gotta give the people what they want. We do. Woo-hoo. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why we're going to start now, but that's that's in theory. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we had we had some feedback from toddler thirty one eighty seven, and she yeah, believe- apparently like. Oh, go ahead. Nope. She likes listening to our podcast on double speed, and I sound like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Hi ho! She also opened it with, "Man, boy, you guys watch a lot of TV." There's a, there's a reason why Sherry's competing in triathlons. Well, there's multiple re- there's multiple reasons why she's competing in multiple triathlons, and we're not. Mostly though, it, I was thinking about that because if you do listen to this, you you would think, my goodness, these they do watch a lot of TV, um, right? This originally began because we started a podcast during lockdown, and the only thing we were doing was watching tv <laughs> that was pretty much it yeah so so what w- what are you watching because typically what we talk about is politics and sports yes and we've been told less sports and we've decided we're not going to talk about politics or covid that's why yes. we keep referring if you hear us refer to the other podcast the other podcast is the one that we do all about politics and covid if you can find it good luck to you i'm just putting that out there <laughs> And I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, so, where but, you can find it. The place where you find it is if you get one either one of our phones and it's in the messages app. That's where the other <laughs> podcast takes place on nearly a daily basis. <laughs> because all that has is politics, sports, and when do you want to record? That's pretty much what's, what's in the other podcast, which is known as our text messages. Oh, I love the other podcast. It's a hoot. The it's a hoot and a half. But I, what I was going to say was, so so we needed that because we had to have something to talk about. We started that. We made it a bit. We've continued it. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not like it's not like we're both saying, oh, I guess we have to go watch something now. I mean, I was going to go out. I was going I was going to knock out a ten k, but I got to. It's 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 for the podcast. I got to sit here and watch something. But uh, yeah, yeah. Coming from Sherry though, who's actually like going out and accomplishing things, that did it did sting a little bit. I got to be honest, it stung a little bit. And then I went, well, yeah, at least I got my shows to keep me warm. <laughs> Click, it's, here we go. <laughs> I did a five k last night. Up up and down the court. 
Are we still uh, doing follow up? So I, I think we are still doing follow up. We so I was in the car last night with toddler number one, and have I have I told the story on here about the fraternity house and how last year last spring somebody was grilling steak and it kind of got away from them. As it does. Yes. Well, um, at which at, at, at some point we've talked at who, who's who knows, right on these microphones, we have talked about you need, needing to get a new grill for them after the fire. I don't know if we yes. talked about what preceded the need for the, like, like the fire was the starting point for the story. So now it's like, we're getting like oh. the, the origin story of the new grill. Yeah. Sorry. Or we're, we're going to retcon here on this grill. The, the reason they needed the new grill was because one of the people was grilling steak and it got away from them to the point where they said, Whoa, and emptied a fire extinguisher into the grill to put it out. And Amy had not heard that story, did not realize. I said, yes, that's why I have an empty fire extinguisher in my garage that I have to get recharged. And she says, kid you not, somebody was just telling me about emptying a fire extinguisher and knowledge gained from emptying a fire extinguisher. Who was that? (laughs) And I said, that was Todd on last week's podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh. So talking to Todd, educational. Um That's, we've been saying it for months. <laughs> okay, so so my quick follow-up to that follow-up to my story, which was just hijacking your story. Yes. So when you when you start a new job at a at a bigger company, you you gotta sometimes you have to go sit through um you have to sit through sort of orientation stuff, right? And like, here's our uh-huh. HR policies and here's other things. And I worked, um, I worked for many years in, uh, in, in healthcare organizations and healthcare organizations are required by so many people that you have to do training and annual training on all sorts of stuff. One of the things, which, which is good, but one of the things you have to get trained on is um, fire safety. So if you, if you work in, if you work in healthcare in a, you know, hospital or whatever, you have to take, you have to take and pass annual fire safety training. So when I started working at this organization, orientation was a full day long and they had lots of people come in and they talked to you about, here's our HR policies and here's what we do and here's fire policies and here's infectious disease uh, protection and all sorts of stuff. Anyway. The guy comes in, explains to us fire safety, what we have to do, blah, blah, blah. And he explains to us how to use a fire extinguisher. And he says, the thing that you need to remember, I don't know, Dwayne, do you, do you know the acronym for how to use a fire extinguisher? Do you, do you, do you I don't know if this, okay, I'll, I'll give this uh, one to you. No, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank. I know how to use one. Yes. Pull the plug, squeeze the trigger, hit a fire towards the base of the fire. Yes, it is. So the acronym is PASS. Pull the pin, aim, squeeze the handle, sweep. Pull, okay. aim, squeeze, sweep, pass. 
when I needed to deploy the fire extinguisher, sure, this was a couple of years after that. And as I'm running through my house with a fire extinguisher to go downstairs to put out the fire that is inside my house that is getting near the wall, literally that kicked into my head that like from two years ago in orientation. Good training. Yes. And what I will say is step one is pull, which you take, you pull the pin out of it. I yeah. am pretty sure I was a little, I had a little bit of adrenaline going. I'm pretty sure I pulled the pin and then I threw the pin through multiple walls of drywall. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I'm not going to need that later. I don't know. What, yeah, but gone. Just I, 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 I discarded it with, with malice. <laughs> Anyway, there you go. So the other part about this is, yes, uh, fire safety, pass, pull, aim, squeeze, sweep. Two or three years from now, hope nobody needs to know that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Fire safety tips. Uh, talking to, What talking to Todd is known for. Um, I had two pieces of follow-up from Lisa. Yep. First one, she listened to the entire story about universe, about Cal the the scores and the the scores yeah. and the stats and the referees and everything else and she said I just have one question for you like just that was an idiots of the week you were never clear on who the idiots were was it was it the score scorekeeper was it the statistician was it the referees was it the NCAA was it all of them and she pointed out like like it's idiot of the week some point we need to make a ruling on who it, I mean it could be everybody. But she pointed out we told a story, but we didn't we didn't we didn't make the nomination official. So I think I don't think they qualify now for the toddies because we didn't make the nomination official. I think that's in the bylaws. Anyway. Oh well that's unfortunate. Yeah. Although who's really sure they're going to be (laughs) I'm sure they're going to be very disappointed to not (laughs) receive their nomination. Yes. Speaking of, if you have nominations, please send them or try to send them to feedback at talking because apparently more people than just Jesse do that. I'm going to have to change the end of the show again. The, the other one I just wrote, I, I hate to give this feedback and I didn't okay. ask her for any questions because I, ah, this just pains me. She also said, she goes, I don't remember what Dwayne said. But one of his dad jokes really made me chuckle. And I'm like, I come on now. This this is not what we need. This is this is not not that you need any encouragement. But encouragement isn't helping. All I'm hearing is more dad jokes. Okay, you got it. I hear you, toddlers coming at you. <laughs> All right. Any other um so any other f- feedback i don't believe so do we have any corrections you have any um actually yep so i made a mistake on the stadium quiz oh we we opened we opened with not opened with but trying to give you an easy one i asked you who plays in bill's stadium 
And is it not Bill's stadium? It turns out Wiki, well, part of Wikipedia's source of all truth and knowledge was wrong. The list was wrong. Had I clicked through to the stadium page, it is no longer Bill's stadium. So the answer to the question, who plays in Bill's stadium, is no one. Uh, since the end of March, it is now Highmark Stadium, which apparently is a Blue Cross Blue Shield affiliate anyway. Um, yes. So uh, we're, we're nothing here if not, if not factual. <laughs> on everything so uh anyway um actually that's high mark probably could you probably could have stopped after we're nothing here (laughs) but okay so anyway although i given the way that stadiums are now just being renamed i feel like i almost have to weekly go back through the list just to see if anybody's changed their name since then so there you go uh yes excellent so i didn't do i get i don't get credit for it but i didn't get it wrong no no i think we all agree you got it wrong no you got that one oh. right. you got you got that one right yeah and then and then listening back to a i think it was a previous episode this one's on follow-up i think you I was talking about all of my problems of buying my phone and trading it in through Apple and then, and then T-Mobile. And by the way, that whole thing's not resolved yet. Anyway, that's still ongoing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, and I ask you, why don't you just buy your phone from your carrier? Yes. So I was thinking about that. And actually, Lisa, when she heard that, she goes, yeah, why don't we? <laughs> Todd? Why, why, why are we making these decisions? So I thought I would, I thought it be, there's a real answer and then there is the flippant answer. So let me give you the flippant answer first, because I heard this encapsulates, <laughs> this encapsulates it very well. Um, professional podcaster and internet famous person, Merlin Mann was explaining something that a rule in his house that he had when his daughter was growing up, she's still growing up, but when she was smaller, he said, this is the rule that he had with her. We don't buy food to get toys, and we don't buy toys to get food, right? So you don't buy the Happy Meal because you want the toy. I don't buy a phone plan to get a phone, right? Like, those are separate. And if if the, the phone plan should stand on its own... And if you're like, but I'll give you, if, as long as you're willing to sign a 30 month contract, I'll give you some 24. money towards your phone. 24. It's only T-Mobile. two years of my life that they're taking and they're the sucky two years anyway. Oh. <laughs> two years from now, these are going to be the best years. Anyway, um, <laughs> T-Mobile, I think has, has, has a bill credits over 30 months. So, okay. Anyway, do you want a phone plan? Do you want a phone? Those are separate. They don't need to be, you know, right? Anyway. Never the twain shall meet. Sure. Right. Now, the real reason, the real, we used to buy our phones with, there, there's, here's the real reason. Because I was like, why, why do we do this? We used to buy our phones through our carrier, just like everybody did. Um, I think with the, with the iPhones, you had to, I started buying it through Apple. But 
at one point, if you bought your phones through your carriers, your phones were locked and you couldn't unlock them until you paid your phone off. That became yeah. a problem because we would travel when we would go internationally, we would want to put an international SIM in and the phone carrier wouldn't let you do it, even though you owned the phone. So if you bought an right. iPhone through Apple, the phone was immediately unlocked and you could do anything with that phone that you wanted. So we started doing that. So when we traveled, we could put international SIMs in. I have no idea now if you buy the phone from the carrier, if it's unlocked or I, I, I don't know because we've just said, which gets back to this thing, the phone's the phone, the plan's the plan. And if I want to change my phone without changing my plan, or if I want to change my plan without changing my phone, I can do all of that. But that's why we really started was at some point I needed the phones unlocked and the carriers wouldn't do it. So we had to have separate phones. Anyway, there you go. That, that makes sense. Yeah. There's, there's an actual, so the, the, the answer is flexibility. Oh, I could have done that. 50, yeah. 50 words or less. Just I should have said that to myself there. before I started. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Okay. So that pretty much covers tech corner as well. So we can mark that one off. Yes. Um, yes. How about idiots? Do we have any idiots? Oh, oh, oh we, we got so many idiots. Okay. This is, this isn't, this is not sports adjacent. This is flat out. Well, it's sports business adjacent. Okay, so in the last week, there have been a num- There have been some movement of college football coaches, which has wait what? Yeah, Sorry. right. Please, which which has led to an overabundance of idiots. And the shocking thing is that none of these involve Scott Frost. So couldn't yeah. couldn't get fired if he wanted to, Scott Frost. No, no, no. Your punishment is coaching the Huskers again. I found an article, by the way, that I don't think we ever talked about. He has like a $20 million buyout clause that if they fire him, they owe him $20 million. Well, that seems short-sighted at this point. My thought is, at some point, someplace in Lincoln, Nebraska is going, it's $20 million. And somebody goes, uh-huh. Well, we got to think about it. Anyway. Okay, so um, first first one to drop, uh, Lincoln Riley, who was the coach of Oklahoma Sooners, as, as we talked about, announced on Sunday, the day after a game. By the way, I'm just going to point this out. This is the part that is sports part. At least professional sports does it right that says there's a season you can get fired during the middle of the season but you don't change jobs in the middle of the season you contracts run until the end of the season and once everybody's done playing and we've wrapped up the season and we've closed the books if you want a better job go get a better job but what you don't do is you don't quit on your team in the middle of the season because you found a better team to coach College football doesn't care, right? Like, anyway, just Quit on annoying. his team. No, 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 we don't do that. But yes, yeah, right. I just, I just, I just think about these college coaches. Like, come on, you owe this. Don't quit on. We're fighting for each. Hello, uh huh. How much? Good luck, guys. I'm out. Peace, uh, team. Proud of you, Did- whoever you are. By the way, 
uh, the three of you that are really good. Um, do you guys want to come with me right now on the private jet to the new team and quit? Anyway, that's okay. So Lincoln Riley, there's a, did you see the tweet about how quote from Lincoln Riley to USC? We want to make this the Mecca of college football. And one of the Oklahoma Sooner players said, yeah, he told us the same thing last week. Yes. Yes. Yes, He's literally using the same material. Oh, like a week earlier to one team. And then, yeah. What I will also say is, so again, there's so much just hypocrisy and this is why the idiots of the week, but there's, there's plenty to go around. There's plenty to go around. Lincoln Riley also said, he said he only started talking to USC early Sunday morning. And by Sunday afternoon, he had an agreement in place to leave Oklahoma, move him and his family to Southern California. According to him, that all took place early Sunday morning after they played, after they played and lost a game on Saturday. Uh, does anybody believe him? No. Um, however, this is how he probably gets around it is, did he talk with USC? Maybe not. Was his agent negotiating a multi-year, $10 million a year contract for weeks? Yes. That's why you have agents. So you have plausible deniability. So anyway, um, yes, he's, I mean, what he's doing here is he's doing it Aaron Rodgers. Hey, do you, uh, do you, uh, did you, uh, did you talk with USC? Well, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really get immunized until Sunday morning. <laughs> Okay, so Lincoln Riley, and, number one. And then uh, LSU said, uh, hold my beer. Well, before we get to that, though, this is going to escalate because you're like, man, he really, he really screwed over Oklahoma. And the president of Oklahoma Football University uh, said, he admits, quote, we would have liked more notice. Because he found out, yes, I he saw found that. out on Sunday. To which the rest of the Big Twelve said, "Oh, you mean like a couple of weeks ago when you and Texas announced in the media that you were leaving our conference and going to the SEC and didn't tell us ahead of time, and only actually made that announcement because Texas Tech found out and was pissed." And leaked it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have told anybody anything. Yes. Yes. So the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma, the president of Oklahoma University is upset with Lincoln Riley because Lincoln Riley did what the president of Oklahoma University did. (laughs) Hey, hey, that's my move, buddy. Come on. (laughs) Stay in your lane. Yes. That's number two. Number three. To your point, then LSU said, you know what? I can top this. And they hired away, I was going to say Chip Kelly, Ron Kelly, Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. Now, two things about that. One, they are still in the hunt to win a national championship. They are number six in the playoff voting and technically should be number five. 
However, his team still is playing for a national championship, and he quit on them, saying he thinks he has a better opportunity to win a national championship at LSU. <laughs> hey, you guys may make the national champion uh, the, the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm going to go to this other school. Okay, but number two, apparently, he didn't tell anybody even after it was announced. He did not reach out to his players or to his assistant coaches who are now probably going to be without jobs, <laughs> including one of his assistants who was on a recruiting trip. He was I in think I, I think I saw this. He was in the living room of a recruit with the recruit's parents telling him about all the great things that yes. they can do at Notre Dame. He walked out and was on the front lawn of this recruit, looks at his phone, and not from his boss, but from the media, said, by the way, Kelly's leaving. <laughs> and the quote is something that we can't put on this show. <laughs> but was incredibly accurate. So um, the headline is, Brian Kelly reportedly has ghosted Notre Dame. <laughs> well, not, not only that, he did the Irish goodbye. He sent his players this text at 10 o'clock at night, starting with apologies for the late text. It's 10.08 p.m. Apologies for the late text and yes, I'm leaving. And oh, by the way, team meeting at 7 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> which lasted all of 11 minutes because by 7, 11 a.m. He was off campus without saying goodbye to anybody. Gone. Just leaves. Out. I think the, I think, I think the proper response from a player who gets that, that says team meeting tomorrow at 7 a.m. Text back new coach who dis. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so here's number four, and then we'll move on. We'll get out of sports. But here, here is, here's a site that is claiming who are the 10 highest paid coaches in college football after these two moves. So here's, I'm just going to run down, okay? Lincoln Riley, yep. who is reportedly getting more than $10 million a year, but that's a private school, so we're not totally clear. Then you got Nick Saban, then Brian Kelly, Mel Tucker just got $9.5 million a year at Michigan State. David Shaw, Stanford. Dabo Sweeney, Clemson. Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M. Kirby Smart, Georgia. James Franklin, Penn State. And Ryan Day at Ohio State. Uh, Ryan Day makes $6.6 .6 million a year. So that's number 10 on the list. So it goes from $10 million down to $6.6 .6 million. Okay. Do you know what eight of the 10 coaches on the highest paid list have in common? Well, They're all public employees? Well, that's true, and that's terrible as well. But of the 10 highest paid college football coaches, only two of them have actually won a national title. It's not about the winning. It has nothing to do, it has nothing to do with the sport, and it has nothing to do. If it had anything to do with the winning, Brian Kelly wouldn't have left until he had a shot at winning. Which he does. Nick, Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney are the only two that have actually won a national title. The rest of the the rest of these guys who are making between six million and ten million dollars a year 
have not won. And here's your money. So, to be clear, we do have to declare an idiot. I'm declaring that the athletic directors that are paying people who haven't won at all. I mean, okay, so they have a nice record. Some of them have won. Well, let's see. Lincoln Riley, okay, probably won the Big 12. Brian Kelly uh, he hasn't won his conference. <laughs> Mel, <laughs> Mel Tucker, no. I don't think David Shaw has at Stanford. Jimbo Fisher, he won an at, well, wait. Jimbo Fisher won a national title, but he won it at Florida State. He's now at Texas A&M. Right. Um, so that's the, yeah. Um, Kirby Two Smart at Georgia. Yeah, Kirby Smart is Georgia. I don't know if he's won the SEC. James Franklin, Penn State. I don't believe they've won the Big Ten. Ryan Day nope. at Ohio State have won the Big Ten, but he's gotten his butt kicked in the national in the national playoff, I believe. So anyway. And, and, and by Michigan last week. Yeah. So it's good to be a college football coach. You don't actually have to win to get paid. Idiots, athletic directors who are willing to write real big checks. All right. I think that covers us with sports. Was that 50 words or less? Uh, it it does not. I've got a new edition here uh, under the title Solid Work. Oh, yes. And this is this is actually a callback to Brian Kelly. So when the news broke that Brian Kelly was leaving Notre Dame, the Notre Dame men's basketball team was on the court in Champaign, Illinois, playing the Fighting Illini. And Amy and I are watching the game. And the student section in Illinois starts chanting. I'm going to put a pin in that for a second because I know you love it when I do this. Two weeks ago, chants have broken out over the last couple of weeks. Chants have broken out at the Bears game, at the Bulls game, at Matt Nagy's son's high school game of fire Nagy. Now at the bears game is expected at the bulls game is funny at Nagy's high school son's football game is wrong. Let's just call it what it is. It's wrong. That's inappropriate to chant fire Nagy at the kids game, right? That's wrong. But at the bulls game, it's damn funny, but they've been chanting fire Nagy fast forward. Brian Kelly gets fired. The student section at the University of Illinois, the Orange Crush, starts chanting, Hire Nagy. <laughs> That's some you know, solid work out of the student section. It really is, right? You got you, you think about it, you take it up a level. Oh. A quick, a quick diversion. I will say the best chant I ever heard from a student section in a college basketball game. This was on TV and this was, this was years and years ago. I I'm pretty sure it's while we were in high school. Um, I was watching on TV, uh, Indiana, which at that point was still Indiana, right? They were the, they were a basketball power was playing at Northwestern. And it was going about the way that you would expect, right? Which was Indiana was just killing them. And the student section of Northwestern started chanting, that's all right, that's okay, you'll be working for us one day. And I thought, (laughs) (laughs) 
kids at the private school know what they're doing. <laughs> That's cute. You're winning this little basketball game. <laughs> you have that. <laughs> Meanwhile, so what we're hearing is students. They're playing well, the long game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. How's your 401k doing? Um, which which tells me between Northwestern and Illinois uh, student section, there's some thinking going on there, right? <laughs> yes, there is. So, yeah, solid work. Solid work there out of the Illinois student section. Oh, so there's that. Yeah, hey, look at us. All sports all the time. You're welcome, Doug. Are you watching anything? Did you watch that Latvian soccer match? Do, do we have anything else we wanted to cover before we get to what we're watching? I know we're we're no, running I think, low on I think time. We get, yeah, I think we ought to get to what we're watching. Um, and no, no, that one that one wasn't in the uh, in the rotation. Um, let's see. Uh, we finally got to real quick. We finally watched Black Widow. So we, yeah. we got to we watched that on uh, on the Disney Plus um, to justify subscribing to Disney Plus perfectly fine film it's a marvel film you have to wait till after the credits and then like any good marvel film at this point you watch the thing after the credits and then you have to go google what did i just see after the credits what does that mean who are these people what are they talking about i don't know that character i don't know anyway that's cool um two new shows we started watching uh we watched on apple tv plus on apple tv on apple tv we watched acapulco uh, the, the first episode of Acapulco, which tells the story of a, uh, of a resort. It's also in, the answer. Uh, oh, well, it tells the story of a, of a, of a person, uh, getting hired for their very first job in a resort in Acapulco in the eighties. And, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a comedy. Uh, we watched the first episode last night went, yeah, no, it wasn't bad. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Might, might watch a couple more. It's kind of interesting. And then the other one that we started watching last night, and I should have done more research on this because I, a couple of episodes ago, I was making fun of how long some movies were um, mm-hmm. like no time to yes, die and Dune and Endgame, And um, karma has a way of coming back at you um, or to get back at you as it were. So on Disney Plus, they released uh, three episodes of the Beatles uh, documentary, Get Back, which um, it covers three weeks when the Beatles were writing new material, getting ready to perform a live concert in January of 1969. They shot 60 hours of video in the in the place like just this is them working on music. This is them behind the, I mean, it's literally behind the scenes. They shot 60 hours of video and 120 hours. They have 120 hours of audio and they combine this. And we started watching episode one last night. We're watching we're watching. And Lisa's finally like, how much time is left? I'm getting tired. 45 minutes. How long have we been? Yeah. I think the first episode is two hours and 18 minutes long. No, it's two hours and 30 minutes. Episode two is at 253 <laughs> it's it's eight hours it's an eight hour documentary over three three episodes anyway um yeah it it rem, it reminds me of the old Stephen wright joke about how i have a map of the world it says one mile equals one mile <laughs> last summer i folded it right yeah 
<laughs> they shot this documentary over three weeks. It takes three weeks to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not even through with episode one yet. Um, I didn't make it. I didn't. Surprise, surprise. I didn't make it through either. I fell asleep. What I will say is, uh, I, it's, there's part of it. It's in some ways, it's sort of like you're just watching people at work. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. it's like a non-funny version of The Office. On the other hand, um, so <laughs> you were getting this behind the scenes look at them. I would say there's two things that have stood out to me that are worth sort of watching. And I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a huge Beatles fan. And it's funny because as they're doing some stuff, Lisa's like, well, that didn't come out on this album. That came out on this album. And I'm like, okay, I like two things. Number one, even for the Beatles writing songs, you can see this can be incredibly hard work. They just, they try something and then they suggest something and they try it. That didn't work. They try something else. They keep going back and forth. And you're like, how did they create all of this stuff? And the weird part is, is because I think, you know, with some of the musicians, you just think it just comes down, you know, a completed song just arrives. And some of this, you're like, no, you know what it is, is it's really talented people working really hard over hours and days to figure out every little wait what about this word now try this chord no that's actually kind of fascinating because it's like oh crap their job kind of sucked too right on the other hand at there is also a part in the first episode where they're focused on because it's going to be a tv show and they're focused on the artwork and they're going around looking at the artwork and deciding what the oh should we have plastic or whatever and this kind of looks like this or whatever and in the background, the background of the video of them trying to figure out what their TV set's going to look like, you hear Paul McCartney working just by himself on a piano on Let It Be. And you're like, oh, hey, hey, you got, you got the camera in the wrong spot. Okay, the, cool. Plastic, what, multi, what, the, the actions over at the, that, by the way, you know that's you know how we said the songs just don't come down. The song's coming down right now. So <laughs> anyway. Um anyway, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if it's eight hours worth of interesting, but it is certainly interesting to see some of this going on. So here's the juxtaposition of that involving George Harrison. Have you ever seen the documentary of Traveling Wilburys? Uh, no, I have not. It's well, a it's much shorter, and I it have to I'm be because he- the entire traveling Wilbury's career was shorter than this movie. <laughs> I, for the record, I am a huge traveling Wilbury's fan, but their whole plan was: we've got a week. We enjoy writing music together, but we've only got a week. So whatever we can get out in a week. That's what we got. So they hold up and they just kicked out these, you know, 10, 12 songs or whatever, whatever they could write. You got this one. I got this one. They didn't spend a whole lot of time agonizing over it. They just boom. And here it is. Right. Fun music. But this documentary digs into that a little bit and watches them kind of, you know, play off each other. Um, Enjoyed that. I might, if, if you, like get back but eight hours is a little much for you 
You might try the Traveling Wilburys documentary if you can find it. How about you? What are you watching? Uh, I too have been watching stuff on Disney Plus. We started watching Hawkeye when we were at the Undisclosed Farm. So we watched those two episodes. And then right before we came to tape here, we watched this week's episode of Hawkeye. I think it's funnier than any of the the most recent two. I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked WandaVision, but it took a while to remember. It took a while to figure out what the heck was going on. So yes, I was yes, confused. Yeah, we were confused. Falcon and Winter Soldier was all action and no story in my recollection. Yeah, I wouldn't know. We bailed out about after episode three. Couldn't understand. Like, I think the, the comment was, What's the story here? I don't know. I'm just not interested. So yeah. And and don't care enough to keep going and figure it out. So um it's cute. I know I and it's a Christmas story. If you haven't started watching it, it, it it's a Christmas story, kind of like Die Hard is a Christmas story. Put yeah. a pin in yeah. that. I'll come back to it later. So, but yeah. So watching that, uh, and we started watching, or I guess rewatching sex in the city because there's a new sex in the city thing going to happen here sooner or later on HBO. And so we haven't watched sex in the city for a really long time. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. Just It's what we're watching. Not necessarily what we recommend, just what we're watching. Just putting that out there. Did you learn anything this week? Yeah. And I'm sorry. This one's also sports related. Um, Don't apologize. Some of our listeners like that. Yeah. This one I found, I I, I literally learned today. Okay. Did Did you happen to see that there was a suspension in the NHL for a fight that happened this weekend? I know, I know the hockey, right? Okay. So wait, 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 LA, hold on. There was a fight that happened in hockey. This, yeah, but it was, sorry. but sorry. it was bad, and, but it was bad enough that it led to a five game suspension. So, oh, okay. uh, so Brendan Lemieux and, uh, Brady Kachuk got into a fight. Okay. Happens all the time. Hockey, except Mr. Lemieux bit Mr. Kachuk on the hand twice in the middle of the fight, just chomped right down on him, which, which Mr. Kachuk was going around showing the referees. He bit me. He bit me. Anyway, I don't know the referees believed him or cared. It may have been the NHL NFL guys. I don't know. Are you Brady? No, you're fine. Anyway. So the, the NHL came down and suspended uh, Brendan Lemieux. Now, here's the thing. Both of those names, if you follow hockey at all, both of those names are like, wait, those names sound familiar, right? So uh, uh-huh. so Brady Kachuk is the son of Keith Kachuk, who played for a long time in the NHL. We were listening to this, and Lisa's like, wait, Lemieux? Is that Mario Lemieux's kid? And I said, nope, it's not Mario Lemieux. It's Claude Lemieux. Who played? Um, yeah, so let me circle this. So uh, Claude Lemieux played for the Canadians, the Devils, Avalanche, Coyotes, 
the stars, the sharks played for a while. Anyway. Um, no relation, no relation to Mario. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe so. Um, he, now two interesting things popped out. The first one. Interesting. The second one is what I learned this week. The first one is Claude Lemieux is only one of only 11 players in Stanley cup history to win the cup with it. Three, three different teams. Okay. That's interesting. Oh, however, this is the part that I find just hilarious. I think some sports stats are made up and are just ridiculous and nobody needs to know. This comes from Wikipedia source of all truth and knowledge. Along with his son, Los Angeles Kings forward, Brendan Lemieux. Claude is part of the only father son duo to be suspended in the NHL for biting other players. (laughs) It's like a family thing. That's something to hang your hat on. There's gonna there's a there's a wing of the Hall of Fame in Toronto. Just hey, by the way, can we have your dentures? Because <laughs> we want to put them in there next to. Anyway, wow, who? I'm just thinking who who dug into that. Anyway, there you go. That's fine. What did you learn this week? Two things, actually. One of them that just came to me. Do you know who Douglas Glover is? If I said Childish Gambino, that mean anything to you? Yeah. I mean, Childish Gambino is the stage name of the of the actor, right? Right. Yeah. Douglas yes. Glover. Oh. Right. Oh, for some reason I thought it was, Okay, yes. Actually I know exactly who that is. For some reason, I didn't know his name was Douglas. Anyway, moving on. So at the farm we were playing a game that's kind of like it's like charades, except it's not, it's a party game. That's like charades, but it's not. And you have these cards. Yeah. Real time follow-up. Yes. Childish Gambino is the stage name for Donald Glover. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. Douglas Glover is a Canadian writer who was raised on his family's tobacco farm outside of, okay, we're going to go with Donald. The name that we were trying to get people to guess was, was Douglas Glover. Did, did I screw that up already? Is it Donald Glover? Is Donald Glover well, Childish Gambino? Donald Glover is who you're thinking of. If you were trying to get people to, to, if you're trying to get people to guess Douglas Glover, that that would not have worked. That's never going to happen. So, <laughs> but yes. So we're supposed to get people to guess Donald Glover. And the clue that I gave was, I'm too old for this shit, which is Danny Glover. Right. Yes. And these two people are, <laughs> these two people are not related. So a lot of people that think, Donald Glover and Danny Glover are father and son. They are not, which I also learned. And at one point, Lucas looks at me like I had three heads because I didn't know that Donald Glover was childish Gambino, whatever Uh, that and a quarter, get you a cup of coffee. Surprised that I didn't know. I clearly still don't know who this player was person was. Actor is, singer is, anyway. 
Um, he's a writer. What? I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking, wait. So what you learned was it's Donald Glover, not Douglas Glover. Donald Glover is Childish Gambino. And Donald Glover is not the son of Danny Glover. Other than that, yes. you were spot on and you had yeah. it nailed. Well, here's the thing. Given all of the disaster of the first round of the clues, when it came to the second round of the clues, everybody knew exactly what I was talking about and we got it right. <laughs> Winner. You don't have to be right. You just have to be as wrong as the rest of your teammates are. <laughs> so as long as we're all confused about this, as long as we're all confused in the same way, nailed it. <laughs> we were all on the wrong page, but together, and that's fine. So there's that. And then uh, item two, maybe I'll save item two for next week, but I, I referenced Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Should I put a pin in this? Yeah, I think I think we can. We got time to talk about our Christmas. We got we got that, okay. that'll be part of our okay. Christmas episode. So yeah, teaser for next week. I'm going to talk about Die Hard as a Christmas movie. So look forward to that. I look forward to your feedback. You can send your letters to Tuba City. No, wait, don't do that. Um, maybe that's where we're at. Okay, so we'll put a pin in that. Yes. By the way, I would also recommend. Potentially, you may want to go back and listen to some of our December episodes from last year because I'm pretty sure we had this conversation last year. About whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Yes. Fantastic. I will go re-listen and make sure that we're not... Well, if it's new to me, then it'll be anyway. Yeah, we don't listen to this. It's brand new. I don't read you this know, paper. Though, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, you know what, <clears throat> if that one doesn't work out, you, you can always, you can always watch, uh, the lethal weapon series with, uh, with Douglas Glover. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. No G, no space. Actually, there's a new place uh, just joined this week. It's a new app called Good Pods. Have you heard of this? I have not, but how did we get on it? Well, it's an aggregator for starters. Oh. So all podcasts are on it. So you can listen to it, much like I said, wherever you get your pods. This is another place where some people might get their pods, but the different it's like a combination between Facebook, I know, hold on, and Overcast. But you can see what your friends are listening to and you can comment on other people's podcasts or share podcast episodes you like with your friends on it. And it was started by JJ Ramberg. Do you know who that is? Isn't he like Duke's all-time leading scorer? <laughs> 
she <laughs> is the lady that hosted your business on MSNBC for years. Did you ever watch that show? Uh, no, I don't believe I get, I don't believe I, <clears throat> as soon as you get anywhere near the quote unquote news channels, my TV gets fuzzy. So no, I never, I never watched that. Well, Amy, toddler number one will remember JJ Ramberg because we off and on have watched this show for years and it's, um, little updates on small businesses and what they're doing and how they got going and how they, uh, I don't know. Anyway, JJ Ramberg started this app social community for podcasts with her brother. It's one of the things that she's doing now. So anyway, uh, if you download the app and good pods, you can join our page there and have conversations. Another place to send your feedback. Anyway, we do still have a page on Facebook. You can tweet at us. Nobody does that. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. Please submit your nominations. We already talked about that. You can leave us a voicemail. Hogan John's podcast, the Bears podcast that Amy and I listened to, they hit their 500th episode. And they wow. did they did this compilation of people that called in to wish them well or congratulate them on their 500th episode or just leave funny stories from earlier shows or whatever. So our 100th show is coming up. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. Support for the editing of this podcast. <laughs> Still can't get through this. It's brought to you by Toddlers 3187 and 17. You can always stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Website's talking to Todd. Thanks for our listeners. All of you. Thank you. Tell your friends. Share the podcast with your friends if you found it funny, or even if you didn't, send us your feedback, feedback at talkingtotod.com, just like Jesse and Doug and Sherry and a whole bunch of other people, apparently. Todd? So earlier, I, I want to I take, I'm, I'm going to have to stand up. I'm going to have to say, earlier you said, wait, no, hold on a second. Just hold on. Hold on real quick. Just, yep, yeah, it's Todd. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I didn't know that Notre Dame football had a podcast. No. Wow. I'd love to. I'd love to host it. Yeah. How much? Oh, yeah. Start immediately? Like tonight? Record? Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. I can start immediately. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll let them know later. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> This is where the video would be so much more helpful. <laughs> <laughs>